0: Welcome to a new world of entertainment, the ultimate film television podcast, featuring Mike Winkler, Alistair Englehart, Daniel English, Jeremy Larson, and Jason Kabasek, created by Friends, all film lovers. We feature in-depth discussions. And Celebrity Interviews. This podcast is available on all major platforms. Welcome to the Lights, Camera, Action, Entertainment Reviews Podcast. On this episode, the best movies, the biggest surprises, the gems of cinema. Welcome, everybody, to the Lights, Camera, Action, Entertainment Reviews podcast. Uh, We have another special episode for you tonight. Um, We did the worst of a couple weeks ago. Now we're back to the best of, and Alistair Engelhart is now here to join us this time around. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're also here with Jason Kovacic and Jeremy Larson. Hi, gentlemen. Hey, Mike. Hey, how's it going?
1: Glad to be here.
0: Yeah. um, How how did you guys respond to these categories? Was it really difficult for all of you? Uh, It wasn't as difficult as I thought.
1: It was only difficult for me because I was straying away from our recently discussed topics.
2: Mm.
1: Like, you guys had already discussed Lord of the Rings, Star mm. Wars, Star Trek, and Marvel. Right. Um, so, I actually, I have none of any of those movies on my categories. I have none of those on my
3: categories either. I didn't feel
1: like it was fair to other categ- or other fandoms out there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, fair enough. Hmm. Fair enough.
1: Um, I did reference Lord of the Rings once. Yeah, that's <laughs> uh,
3: I completely strayed away from a lot of what I normally watch. These are literally, like, my picks or what I would personally go to in each of these categories every time.
2: hmm
0: mm-hmm. No, yeah, completely agree. <laughs> but yeah, it was difficult. I-, I found some categories a little easier than others, but some were really complicated because I felt like I really had to dig deep. Mm-hmm.
1: <clears throat> One of the, the one that tripped me up was um, which movie that I felt like was worth more praise than it got because I, I I tend to do a very good or uh, very bad job of keeping up with um, the general response to movies, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I, I wasn't too sure on that one. But all right, so first category, who wants to kick this off with recent surprise? I, I have a controversial one that I think. Um, I think that I, I know the what the rest of the three you think about this movie, but the the recent surprise for me, based on all of the negative reviews that it received, was <laughs> Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four.
3: I was waiting oh, for it. I knew it. I, knew I
1: it. was <laughs> waiting for it. We
3: got the <laughs> mm.
1: I
2: really wow. I really enjoyed
1: the movie. I loved Pedro Pascal. Um, I, I thought he was a really interesting villain. There were some cheesy spots um, that some? I did not um, <laughs> where I did not enjoy I didn't Was enjoy it there as there, cheesy there, as Mike singing not quite there <laughs> but, um,
3: but horror overall, horror.
1: overall I, I really enjoyed the movie I liked the um, I liked the, the place that the movie headed when people when when everybody had their deepest desire i liked how it portrayed um the potential for mass chaos to ensue from that when people weren't by default considering the needs of others around them um sure. when they made their wish and well, i, I I think that, that, I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, go ahead. Uh, When it started getting towards the end of the movie, I didn't even think that it stemmed from people's deepest desires. And that's what confused me is that wishes started to become even more and more minuscule as the movie went on. Like it went to like, you know what? I (coughs) wish you would have a heart attack. And then suddenly someone has a heart attack. Like that's not someone's deepest desire for, you, you know, the person next to them to have a heart attack.
0: Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. So No, yeah.
0: it i I I agree, Jeremy. A lot of a lot of aspects of Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four I wanted to be really good. And uh and I'm not gonna lie, there are certain things that I do like that I can take from it that I really mm-hmm. like. It's it's just that some of the problems that I have with it outweigh outweigh the good, unfortunately, and I'm and I'm sitting there uh comparing it to Wonder Woman the first one too much, and it just to me it just doesn't compare.
2: I
3: I really don't have anything else to add to that. Like you guys uh, you and Jeremy both said a lot of the same exact points that I had about it, so I'm yeah. so
1: sorry, Alistair. I didn't mean to tear <laughs> into your recent surprise movie.
3: <laughs> that's okay, that's all right. All right, that's all right,
1: so how about you, Jeremy? Uh, I uh, going a completely different direction, I think uh, Soul by Pixar mm. was mm. incredible, yeah, like it. Pixar seems to blow me away every every time they come out with a new movie. And Soul captured so many big emotional moments for pretty much anybody in that one. And it was also, I felt like it was great that it was jazz-themed as well.
3: Okay. I I didn't even, I haven't even heard anything about this, so I might have to go give this a look.
1: Like, this is, uh, what was it? The last one that came out for Pixar <laughs> was Inside Out. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that one was—I—I I honestly didn't think that you could get much more profound deep than yeah. uh, emotions having emotions. Yeah, but this just—it—it it brings it into a whole new light. It doesn't even deal with like—I I can't even spoil the movie for you. I can't—it's—it's yeah. it's that good. I couldn't spoil it.
3: So I, I got ch- a question yeah. for you then, Jeremy.
1: Yeah.
3: Uh, sorry to interrupt, Al, sir. No, go ahead. Um If since we're doing that, I wanna compare I wanna ask you to compare then. Which one do you think is better than inside out or soul?
1: I I prefer soul to inside out.
3: Really? Yes. I'm really gonna have to give this a
1: look then. Yeah. It it it's like <clears throat> yeah it was i i liked it too i felt like it was a perfect movie for my wife and i we sat down to watch it without our kids <coughs> i think it would be i could see our toddlers getting bored with it um just because i think uh-huh. it, it's it's a bit more mature of a film it than that was it is um but she and i my wife and i really enjoyed watching it and talking about it afterwards i think pixar is is a appeasing appealing film to young eyes but the thoughts and emotions that provoke from it this is very adult in nature. Yeah. Very mature. I'm excited to see what they do with Ray at the last dragon. <laughs> <laughs>
3: and on that note, uh, Mike, what about you for recent surprise?
0: Okay. Um, there were, there was, there were three that I was really uh, flirting with here. And uh, one of them was actually um, escape room. Hmm. I actually really liked Escape Room. I thought it was surprisingly good. Um, oh, the one that me and you went to go see in theaters? No, you're. are you thinking of Ready or Not, that one where the girl's running through the house trying to hide from the family?
3: No, me and you went to go see Escape Room as we well. We did.
0: That's right, we did, yes. That movie was a big surprise because it looked like your typical PG-13 fare, that it was just going to be your typical, oh, we're going to run through a house, we're going to try to escape traps, and that's it. But the movie actually had layers of good character development. It had very creative traps. And it set up a perfectly good, uh, possibly entertaining sequel.
3: If they decide to get to it, my
0: issue with that is... They made it. It's made.
3: Oh, they did? Cool. Yeah, it comes out this year. Don't take the Saw route and go heavy on the traps because it took away from the character development. Mm -hmm. As we're going to discuss later on, surprise, surprise, we got Saw 3 and 4... um, retrospective coming out here next couple of days people. Um but no, we've got but like we were talking about after the first couple of movies, they started going mm. less mm. and less into the character development and the story and more into oh boy, let's see what kind of creative traps we can make more blood and guts come out. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, no, you're you're right. Uh the movie didn't feel the need to bloody things up. It felt it felt like how can we make these traps in these rooms creative without saying, oh, how can we blow somebody's head off and create a bunch of blood splatter? Absolutely. You know?
3: Yeah. And well, I gotta agree with you there, Kendall. Uh Pixar really is still catering to our generation, even though yeah. we're all grown up and all that.
0: Mm-hmm. Pixar is, is maturing with with the group that it started with, which is which is great. <coughs> um the only one I wanna one I wanna mention, just notable mention, was um was five feet apart. Nobody knows what that is. No. Okay, uh five feet apart, uh was that movie about those the the boy and the girl that got that were stuck with I forget with cystic fibrosis, I think is what it was. Mm. Okay. Um, where they can't be I think that's what it is, they can't be more than six feet or five feet apart from each other. And they're all in this facility together and and she starts falling for him, but she can't get close enough to him. But instead of it being a story about, you know, two people falling in love like a typical Nicholas Sparks novel, Mm. um, it focuses on the sickness and, and how we all take the closeness for granted and they can't have what we usually have. And that's why with what's going on in the world today, all of a sudden that appreciation in that movie actually speaks volumes now because we've had to all basically
1: do that. I think I'm going to yeah. put that down for a movie that yeah. I should see. That's actually yeah, I'm going to really have to
3: take point. a look at that as well.
1: Mm-hmm. I, feel, I feel really bad because I could not – I can't stand the – the Fault in Our Stars. I can't. Uh-huh. And this actually sounds much uh, like it sounds like that movie, but better.
3: <clears throat> so it's I done got a lot better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um so for me, recent surprise I had was actually a Netflix original. Hmm. Uh hmm. One Night in Miami. Hmm. One night
2: in
0: Miami. Who was that with? Uh
3: that one was with uh starred Kingsley Benedier, uh Eli Gore, uh Aldous Hodge and Leslie Odom Jr. uh with Lance Reddick, uh Joaquin Calacanngo, Nicolette Robinson and Beau Bridges in supporting roles. Hmm.
0: Was was that the movie about
3: like Oh, uh, it was uh... the it was the movie that was the fictionalized meeting between Malcolm X, Muhammad Ali, Jim, Jim Brown. Brown and Sam uh, Cooke. Okay. huh
0: yeah, okay. Yeah, I saw it advertised. Uh for, the
3: thing that really surprised me about it the most was even though it was made even though you knew that it was like a fictionalized meeting between these these guys,
2: uh-huh. it
3: still felt so real. 'Cause it was uh the it was done to celebrate the surprise win that Ali had over Sonny Liston.
1: Hmm. Uh also okay. that is a Amazon Prime original film. Ah, yeah. That's mm-hmm. why I haven't heard of it. Okay. Oh yeah, it is on Amazon. My bad. That's so a more there's, there's, so many, there's so many streaming platforms. <laughs> there, <laughs> there
3: is. Yeah, is. there
0: is. We got our. We got our first controversial comment. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh oh.
2: Hey! <laughs> <laughs> hey.
3: everyone has their own opinion. That's true. That's <laughs> some true. Some people yeah. like it. Some didn't. This, like I said, this is one of my surprises. <laughs> yeah. Makes uh, sense. Hey.
0: Hey, what's what, what's, uh, what's a show like this without some controversy? We already have Wonder right. Woman, so that makes sense. Yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, uh, okay. Well, the next category. Movies that stood the test of time. And there is a
3: plethora of movies to choose from for this. So, I will start this one off. <clears throat> the Breakfast Club.
1: Hmm. Wow, that's a good pick. You know, that's been on my list for a while. I've never gotten to see it, but I've heard it's good. Really? Yeah.
3: yeah I, you got to watch it. So, I can always find myself watching that movie and thinking to myself, even as, you know, we're all older and all that, if we were back in those high school days and, you know, we had that mindset, would we mm-hmm. do the same exact things that, those kids in the Breakfast Club would have done if they yeah. were in that all-day detention.
0: I can see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The eighties, the eighties, um, the eighties films are just kind of special, and and it kind of almost makes me wish that I would have been a teenager in the eighties because I saw this video actually on TikTok. Where it was all the things the '80s was known for—the malls, um, <laughs> yeah. hanging out, you know, hanging out in a bunch of different places, the clothes, mm. the movies—and it really made me think. The things yeah, you that don't see time.
3: anymore nowadays in yeah. this generation. Yep. Because everyone is so glued to their phone. Everyone mm-hmm. is so used to you know doing everything all online nowadays that yep. you, you don't have these moments anymore. Mm-hmm.
0: No. No, and they don't make movies like that anymore which is unfortunate because um john hughes you know rest his soul i mean he he wrote hit after hit after hit a lot of people don't even know that he actually wrote home alone and yeah you know he's he was just special I, I can't really think of one bad movie that he was a part of
3: yeah
0: Huh.
1: so who's next you haven't lived then kendall
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, so
1: my my uh, stood the test of time film was actually uh, originally a 1963 film Ooh. remade 30 years later in 1993 that I hope we're all familiar with about three special little animals that went all across the country to get back to their owners,
2: homeward bound.
1: Wow. Wow. Yeah, oh, that's the- a deep cut. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good childhood movie right there. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I think it's, I think the story has stood the test of time, but as I, I I watched it recently, I think part of the reason it's not cheesy Mm -hmm. graphics wise is because they don't try to CGI it either. They just do the voices Mm -hmm. over the animals like they did wishbone. So even the effects aren't, aren't too bad, uh, in terms of like, yeah, just in terms of watching it nowadays. So, but yeah, great story. My pastor just referenced that in his sermon two weeks that, ago. That's Got actually me a pretty
0: good movie. <laughs> I, I don't think I've seen that movie probably in about 20 years.
3: So it may be worth a rewatch. I think the last time I
0: watched Homework Bound was oh
3: God, probably like five or six years ago.
1: It was the last uh-huh. time I remember watching it. Yeah, I need to. Re- I, I actually uh, just watched it a month ago. and did you do it really? really? Yeah, I did. Wait, that's that, that's part of the fun of having kids is like re watching it with them when they watch yep. it for the first time. Uh-huh. Yeah.
2: Oh, man.
1: They made two of those, right? Yeah, actually. Yeah, they actually did. They yeah. made three, but they were decreasing in quality with each one. They made one. three? Yeah. What was it's the first like, one about? Mike, it's, it's
3: just fucking, yeah. it's just like Airbud. You never realized they made sequels and they were oh, all just God. bad.
0: Yeah, Airbud One was the only good one.
1: Yeah. Homeward Round Three, a River Runs Through It. When was that even made?
0: Homeward <laughs> <laughs> Was that one of those direct videos? Oh, no, video no, 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 no,
1: no, That was never mind. That was a fan one. Uh Homeward Bound Three, the Road Trip Um hmm. Oh, gosh. Somebody made a fan that, I'm seeing thir- 2022 <laughs> for the next sequel. I see a what? Homeward Bound... There's a YouTube video, Homeward Bound 3, Bloodlust, and I'm like, wait. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute. When Switch.
0: Wait a minute. Somebody made a fan film Homeward Bound movie?
1: Yeah. Yeah. A river runs through it. It's. I'm sure it's not a full-length feature. Oh, yikes. <laughs> I would certainly Uh-oh. hope not. Wow! Oh, No, uh, Whoever
0: thought of that one? All
3: right, well, we so can we, we got... can
1: only hope that someone will pick up the the line someday and keep it going.
3: <laughs> all right, so we got Alice's pick for a movie yeah, that no. stood the test of time. Mike, it's on you.
0: <laughs> um, I'm gonna keep things in the '80s. I'm gonna do two: Back to the Future and Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh mm. uh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah.
3: I was having so many hard choices trying to. This was the one topic I really had a lot of trouble with mm-hmm. because you had movies like Citizen Kane, Casablanca.
0: Yeah. Um. All pretty much any '80s movie. Yeah. Princess mm-hmm. Pride No, see, like Back to the Future, it you know it feels like the '80s, but the effects still hold up well. The story holds up well. It doesn't feel mm-hmm. dated at all. It yeah. it, it's, it really holds up well. And Ferris Bueller. The '80s stuff is what makes the movie work, but again, Ferris <laughs> yeah. Bueller does not feel dated.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's the John Hughes magic, and then of course, the Back to the Future is the Spielberg Zemeckis magic. So I'm not surprised. Yeah.
3: Absolutely.
1: Yeah.
3: All right. So Jeremy,
1: I I went with an action flick. I decided to go Die Hard. Oh yeah. Nice. yeah, yeah, yeah! The
3: film ever made. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Bruce <laughs> Wallace would disagree with you, Jason. He said it's not a Christmas movie, so you and him would have a, a powwow.
3: <laughs> That's fine, we'd have a powwow.
1: Like I could just keep going back and watching that like every year. I could. Yeah. Great. It's just that good of a movie. There's enough comedy in it to make it not seem too serious. And uh Alan Rickman as the the antagonist is so mm-hmm. perfect. Absolutely perfect.
0: Yeah, and the and, and thing of it is, too, Die Hard is so special that how many movies have we seen try to duplicate the exact same thing?
1: Exactly. nothing comes close.
0: No, no, nope. no, no, not even close. Okay, well, next category. Sequel that was better than the original.
1: I'll take um, the first one, if, I, if you don't mind. Don't go steal ahead. it, Jeremy. Terminator 2.
0: Oh, he could even steal it. Yes, but that, yeah. yep, that's definitely, yeah. Uh, no question about okay. that. Yeah.
1: yeah, yep. the The first one was extremely <laughs> uh, horror based. It was supposed to be a sci fi horror, and I'm <laughs> it's glad a film. It, yeah, and it's I'm glad that the back. the second film went the route it did because it felt so much better. It flowed yeah. nicer too. Mm-hmm. Yep, and just and like Die Hard, it has all the movie elements that you want in there from an action film. Uh huh.
0: There's no question. T two is miles and miles better than T one. It's not even a competition, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. You could almost ignore one completely and just watch two, and you and, could. You're, in, and you're in it. It doesn't. One's not even necessarily a watch.
3: I still, wouldn't though. I still watch T first and then T2, I would too.
0: I would too because Terminator one is still. But no, I gotta agree that T right.
3: two was definitely miles better.
0: Hands down. So
3: Pat. you looked like you were getting ready to mention yours before Jeremy put up his uh, finger. to like, no, I got this.
0: Okay. So go um, ahead, Mike. I'm going to do one mild mention because we already talked about it on a previous podcast. Star Trek Into Darkness. Mm-hmm. Much better than the Star Trek. I don't want to say much better because the first one was great, but it was still better than the first one. But um, I'm going to go with uh, Mission Impossible 3. Because, um, I'm not saying MI3 is necessarily miles better than Mission Impossible One, but it's miles better than Mission Impossible Two. Um, I just like the fact that JJ Abrams stepped into direct after he did Alias. I like the camera work here. I like the story that, that Ethan Hunt has a fiance in the mix here and he has a lot to lose. Um, Philip Seymour Hoffman is by far the best villain in the Mission Impossible saga so far. No question mm-hmm. about it. Um, so everything in this movie just works.
1: God, I miss Philip Seymour Hoffman. He Roger played a Cook. great bad guy.
0: His final movie was The uh, the Last Hunger Games, I think.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: All right, okay. Alistair. What's the- up? Uh, um, so, uh, honorable mention, I'm actually going to go along with Mike's pick as well, uh, Wrath of Khan. Oh. Um, that was much ah. much better than the original movie, but miles um, <laughs> and miles
0: and miles
1: more than T two. Um,
0: uh, yeah, we
3: had,
1: a, we
3: had a nice little discussion about that. In
1: the <laughs> <podcast>. <laughs> but the one I really uh, really thought of first is actually better than all of its predecessors, and it's Logan oh.
2: with Wolverine.
3: Yep. That one I that one I forget where what category I put it on for the worst of series, but it was I think it was the movie you once hated, now you love.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: I still need to see that movie. Yeah, like, you I'm haven't seen not, Logan yeah. yet. It's just Wolverine wow. as he should have been from the start.
2: Okay. Yeah, you know, old no. man um,
0: Logan. You, you know what's sad is that Logan is so good, but when you compare to the other two Wolverines before it, it doesn't have a very high bar. Mm. Um. Sure. Although sure. The, the the one that takes place in Japan is, is is good in a way because it still follows the source material, whereas in X Men Origins it just kind of went off on its own little journey mm. that just didn't mm-hmm. come together. Especially since they botched Deadpool in that movie. Right.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Which is why I'm so glad that uh, Ryan Reynolds is like, no, we're going to do Deadpool and we're going to do we're it justice. Right.
0: Yep. Absolutely. And he did miles and miles ahead of what that crap fest did. <laughs>
3: So, going along the lines of you, Mike, again. Honorable mention, only it wasn't Star Trek. uh, (laughs) My honorable mention went to T2.
2: Okay.
3: (laughs) Yep. I picked the Dark Knight.
1: Yes.
0: I mean, I can understand that. I'm more partial to Batman Begins, but I get it. I get it.
3: I, I almost had that one for a few different categories for the sole purpose of the acting by uh, the acting in this movie was just amazing.
0: Oh, no question. Yeah. No
1: question. It, it felt was, real. Yeah. Like everything about uh Dark Heath felt Ledger
3: real. I had I had the biggest questions about Heath Ledger playing the Joker and would he possibly ever do that character justice? We all and did. And not only did he by far exceeded that expectation. He was probably one of the reasons why I loved this movie so much.
2: Hmm.
0: Yeah, um, he makes the movie memorable. I mean, if you go back and you think of Dark Knight, you immediately think Heath Ledger's Joker. That's the first thing you'll think of out of the gate. No Hmm. question about it.
3: So, yeah, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I thought that the original uh, Batman movie in this trilogy was really good. Christopher Nolan did a great job with this trilogy. Hmm.
0: Oh god, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I mean but, he really set the bar for comic book movies.
3: But when you bring in a movie that like The Dark Knight, and you look at the first film, mm-hmm. you're going you're trying to look and wonder to yourself. Did I really think that the first movie was actually good compared to this? Mm-hmm. it was, it, 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 this was miles and miles better, and the first one was already good as it was. You think but, you think
0: Dark Knight was miles better than Batman uh, Begins?
3: This this was my ten in that trilogy.
0: Mm, well, I mean, I can understand that, but I can understand it being better, but miles and miles better.
3: It, I mean, listen, was, uh, the it, acting in that movie just felt so much better to me.
1: We can also say that these ratings are subjective. Everyone yeah. has their own tastes and their own right. viewpoints on these things. As much as we can just say, hey, you know, Wonder Woman 1984 wasn't miles and miles and miles above its predecessor. <laughs> I'm because because of still working but, to still work you guys. But, but it's, still, it's still the fact that we all have differing opinions. It's... We, so we, may not, we may not be able to swallow it, but.
0: <laughs> no, unfortunately, it's I don't think we're going to swallow that one. It's close. It's close to an it's sticky. It's not quite mm-hmm. there yet. I'm still waiting for the Alistair moment.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Ka- Kendall says I, I think it was I dark, I think it's and, it's come with and guilty relatable. Pleasure. <laughs> I think she's talking about Dark Knight. It was dark, yes. raw, and relatable. It, yeah. That's very true. That is so right. true. hmm and that's why, that's why I think the Dark Knight, even though I love Batman Begins better, or I like it better, the Dark Knight set the bar for comic book movies because it did something that no comic book movie had ever done before it.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: I think Dark Knight is the reason why Marvel got better and matured because it, it saw the bar that it had to hit, and it, and it has hit it.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. But the
0: Dark Knight's responsible for it. And a DC movie, ladies and gentlemen, is responsible for Marvel's probably some of its success.
1: Hmm. And now look at DC. They didn't even realize their own rules that they were saying.
0: Uh, <laughs> <I'm just laughs> yeah.
3: Well, uh, well you, you got to also keep in mind the fact that this is going off the dark horse series of Batman. Not really necessarily so much DC.
0: Year one, based on the year one comics of Batman.
3: Yeah. And
0: mm-hmm.
3: So I think that also helped uh, add on to why the Dark Knight trilogy was as good as it was.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah yeah it, it it did something special that hadn't been done okay so next category exceeded expectations
1: i don't want to go first but i feel like i have to because this is one of the hardest ones for me okay um especially in the collection of movies that i currently own um the ugly truth hmm.
0: oh with uh who's hegel and intro butler
1: yes mm-hmm. i i went okay. into that movie expecting you know Everybody in the theater to be extremely opinionated about it,
2: sure.
1: but it this this I think this movie was kind of a like a precursor to PC culture.
0: Oh because yeah, today how, it wouldn't get
1: made. No it way. wouldn't. No mm-hmm. one would make this. No one no. would release it. It is the bravest that they've that a, a rom com has ever done. Yep, and it was a glorified comedy, like, to me. It's I think hilarious. It's fantastic. It's hilarious. The mm-hmm. The chemistry between Gerard Butler and Heigl are... It's it's really good.
0: Yeah, very, very good.
1: I'm Gerard very Williams saddened West. to see that it is a 14% on Rotten Tomatoes. Right? <laughs> hey, what, to, what do the critics know? I mean, you know? Right. It's all subjective, right? Go watch, go watch another subjective. foreign film.
0: Go watch another foreign film. You're not wanted here.
3: <laughs> Alright, so... I'll pick out the baton that Jeremy passed off here.
0: <laughs> I went with Casino Royale. Hmm. Oh yeah, I can definitely agree with that.
3: Was after
1: that- the yeah.
0: previous,
3: after the previous three yeah. James Bond films, uh-huh. I was so nervous that they were just going to completely yep. kill this franchise when that came out.
2: Uh-huh.
3: And. Daniel Craig just proved to me, to, to me that he can really do a James Bond justice. Mm. Oh, God, yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah, he is a great Bond.
0: I can agree, because when I came into that movie, I, I was so... Um... like it, To me, it felt
3: like this movie brought it back to the heydays of Sean Connery as mm. James Bond.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, I, I was lashed on to Pierce Brosnan coming into this, because I thought, oh... No one's going to come in and replace him because that's the Bond that I was used to and grew up with. But, man, I saw this movie, and he knocked it out of the park. And it actually now is my favorite Bond movie. Hmm. I just I just love it. I just – wow. it's one I can rewatch very
1: easily.
3: Hmm. All right, so
1: I'm passing this baton to Alistair. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. I um Ooh, okay. I was not sure what to expect okay. because it was oh. a cart- it was the first Marvel cartoon film that I had seen in theaters. Um and I knew DC had actually done pretty well with their cartoon films. Um that they actually did better with their cartoon movies than their live action movies. Um mm-hmm. But I was not sure what to expect going into into Spider Verse, and I wasn't sure that I would like it as much as their live action content. But say, I ended up really think enjoying it. I know it.
3: one DC cartoon film you're talking about. I want to say it was the Killing Joke.
1: Huh? I don't think I've seen uh, that one. No, I yeah. haven't seen that one. No, I do want. I do want to become more versed with um, with DC's um, cartoon films because uh, I've I've heard very good things, but they they are very good. They did yeah. them very well. Um, but yeah, no, I was I was blown away. I loved Into the Spider Verse, and I'm I'm hopeful that they continue um, pumping out those kind of films as well because I think they no. did it very well. It's different, definitely different than um, the other MCU films, but really really cool.
0: <laughs> Kendall had anxiety, but she loved it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it was a very fast paced movie, and it was it was different. It was extremely different from any Spider Man uh, that you saw. Yeah. In, in film or TV, Mm -hmm. but it, it was a, it was a masterpiece Mm -hmm. of a comic book film. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, and the thing of it is that you're right. Not only did it exceed expectations, it was just kind of like one of those movies, like, wow, not only did it exceed my expectations, but it just, it, it took me out of my seat. It blew me, it blew me out of my seat because it just ended up being something memorable. And it's like, Okay, now we have to see a live action version of this, which I think we're going to uh, get. To oh, be really? fair,
3: we finally got our first real taste of Miles Morales as Spider Man in this, which I thought was great.
2: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I, I can see the the Tom Holland movies going that route. Maybe eventually, if they want to move Tom Holland out of the role, maybe mm-hmm. they can have Miles Morales take take it over. Mm-hmm. I could. Well, that. Here's
3: a question for you: Who do you have take over the role? Then I don't know. I mean we're talking I, maybe ten years
1: from now. More importantly, who will be done. Spider Pig? Oh jeez. <laughs> thing is, I think even so I think Spider Pig is still going to remain an animated character. You're not gonna be able to get past that. Like space jammed.
0: That one, think, one needs to stay yeah. in, this, in, in in the cartoon verse. And yeah.
1: And that's that's the that's the tough thing about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. The Mr. Game and Watch of Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It it, it's always been difficult to for movies to take an animated character and to put it into a real life situation. Like we're seeing it in all different types of things. You got the Smurfs, you got the Muppets, Uh you got all the different cartoony characters, starting with you know Space Jam and
2: before. Yeah. Uh
3: Uh, Say, so speaking of the Smurfs and being live action and all, taking a cartoon and bring it to live action—that's what my roommate's kid had on this when I woke up today.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's and the one Neil pastor pers- cares.
3: Yeah, it was what I woke up to. I went downstairs. I see that's on the TV. I proceeded
0: to walk right back upstairs. Mm-hmm. Do you know how a studio realizes that was a big mistake? You don't want to know how? Mm. Oh, when they when they make the sequel and it's all animated.
1: Yeah, oh, interesting. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah Source Two is all it. animated. Yep, that's mm-hmm. how you know they—they realized. Yeah, we we really screwed up on that.
1: Mm-hmm. So much, except with Chronicles of
0: Riddick. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's a different story. But yeah, all yeah. right, Mike. Um, for me, uh, I'm gonna do a twofer. Uh, the newest Bad Boys, Bad Boys for Life, and um, the greatest Showman with Hugh Jackman. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Yeah, I'm with you on the sh- on the greatest showman, Mike. Uh,
0: um, as far as Bad Boys, uh, I didn't have any expectations at all going into three because it was so long since two. I think mm-hmm. it was like 17 years, I think. And uh, usually when sequels take was that, it long really to make,
3: that long, no,
1: it couldn't have been seven.
0: 2002 years. was Bad Boys 2. Hmm. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. yeah, it is. He's yeah, right. but the, fir- the first one oh, came out 95.
1: Two thousand three.
0: Yeah, but still, Still. (laughs) I mean, usually sequels, as we know, it take that long to make. They really never work. It's just too little, too late. But they did a good job of maturing the characters. You know, Um, Marcus focusing more on family. You know, Uh, Mike realizing that you know he wants to be the the cool guy for the rest of his life, but he realizes age is catching up, and that Marcus wants to retire. And they just handled a lot of the storylines really well, giving Mike a son. Uh, How they resolve that storyline at the end is really interesting. It it just works Mm. so well. I I
1: haven't seen Bad Boys for Life. I might have to dive into that. Michael
0: Bay does not direct this one, and I think it actually it's a benefit because
1: they focus on the story. Well, yeah,
0: Michael Bay is all about Mm. explosions, so. Right. It's more of a story-driven movie. The action's still done in the Michael Bay fashion, but it doesn't focus on the action to work.
1: Hey, I want to retire. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> um, and then Greatest Showman, of course, you know, that movie just it just blew me away because I'm not usually the biggest musical fan There's musicals I do like. Um, but I came out of this movie and I was like, wow, the music was great. The costumes were great. The time period was great. Uh, and I'm not usually a big Zac Efron fan, but even he was good in this movie. Oh, absolutely. And, <laughs> um, just everything about that movie works. And uh, it's a movie that I can I can watch. Be- a lot because the music's just so memorable and it sticks. It's in your catchy.
3: Head. very catchy.
0: Exactly. Hmm.
1: Okay, not a bad, no. not a bad choice there. <laughs> All right, next category: movie that you go back to. So, my, Mike, you were doing uh, musicals, and my my pick for this one was a musical as well. Um, let's see if anybody recognizes it.
2: The hills are alive.
1: No. With the sound of music. Yep, yeah, that's it. Yes. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> the sound of music. I can go back to that movie okay. again and again. Billy uh, and, um, Andrews and Angel. Love I will have to say, just the the timing of um, Christopher Plummer's. Yeah, yeah, movie, right. Mystery. Yeah, um, I didn't. I didn't even. Re- no, no, he was still alive until I saw those articles come out. Right. Yeah. But and I it's funny Christopher- because I've seen him in other movies and I didn't make mm-hmm. the connection with mm-hmm. uh his role in that film. But yeah, right. he's yeah. So one of
0: Christopher Plummer's last movies was Knives Out.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Where
1: his character died. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> but he's uh, a he's a he's a fantastic actor. He he was really good yeah. in that part too, um mm-hmm. in Sound of Music. Yeah. But, hey. It's so funny because we just watched the sound of music this last. Uh, there you last go.
2: They're <laughs> all you coming always, back. You can always They'll go back
1: to it.
0: <laughs> Jason and Alistair are on the same page. First, it was Homeward Bound that you watched a month ago, and now it's Sound of Music. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are on the same uh, wavelength. Must be. Uh
3: huh. You see, I'm going to correct you there. Mike, you said Jason and Alistair, not Jeremy. Oh, I'm and sorry, Jeremy
0: and Alistair. It's like I did last last episode when I called Jeremy Dan. Yeah, you did. Yeah, That felt odd. That felt weird. (laughs) Um, yeah, so, um, I'll go next. A movie that I usually go back to is actually, um, Will Smith's Hitch. Mm.
2: I like Hitch quite
0: a bit. I I like the humor. I like Kevin James a lot. I think Will Smith and him have good comedic chemistry with one another. Um, and, uh, I don't know. It's just, I I like the relationship quirkiness and, um, Mm. how hitch is just so, um, perfect with making everybody else good with women and being able to get them on the date and and fall in love with them. But he himself, he Mm. can't quite get it right. And I just think it's really, really cool to see somebody who thinks they know the female psyche so well when really he has no clue. Sure. Mm. I guess
3: I will take the next one here. Um, I'm not gonna dive really into why this is what the movie that I go, but I can always go back to because I want you guys to experience it for yourself. First, <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> uh,
1: *Spirited Away*. Huh? Anime. Away. Nice. Yeah, I haven't seen that in years. Honestly, I need to watch it again to re- I refresh just myself in the it story. A- again about two weeks ago uh,
3: mm. it's, i can always go back to that and just feel that sense of amazement every
1: time which platform is it on for free i feel like i've seen it on hulu or um hbo max is, is it hbo max okay yeah mm-hmm. yeah I, I do need to watch that one again jason I'm glad you brought it up
3: <laughs> I I, i've never
1: actually seen spirited
2: away
3: so it's the highest grossing uh japanese film if i'm not mistaken and for good reason you i think you guys would really enjoy the movie if you gave it a watch uh, uh studio ghibli is who is the company oh, that yeah. took care of mm-hmm. the film so mm-hmm. if you, you what know, if you had to pick one movie from that company to watch it would be spirited away i would
2: have to mm. say interesting mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. And, okay, Al.
1: Uh, no, well, no, I thought that, I thought Al okay. went first. Yeah, it's Jeremy. You, you go
0: first. Okay, yeah. Still, I'm sorry. Yeah.
1: Movie that I can always go back to is uh, already been mentioned. It's uh, Back to the Future. <laughs> yeah. I like that, it. Back to the Future it's, was it's a good It's it's so so much fun to watch that movie. The antics of Christopher Lloyd combined with the panicky stature of Michael J. Fox throughout the entire mm, movie. Yeah. It's it's just so much fun. I can't I I can't stop watching that movie.
0: When this baby goes eighty eight miles an hour, you're gonna see some
1: serious. shit. Have you all seen the deep fake with uh, Holland and um, Downey Jr.? Oh yeah. I haven't seen that one yet. Oh, it's weird. It's yeah. scary Check how it much out. it works. Check it just it out. works. Yeah, it yeah. does.
0: If oh, they did remake funny. it, which I hope they never do, that would probably be your ideal people right there because they, they, they look like <laughs> they fit. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. So. All right. So next category we have here is movie you can always play on repeat.
0: Hmm. Well, This is easy for me. I, I Let me just get it out of the way. It's movies we've talked about, and I got to list it for this because there's nothing else I could pick. <laughs> any any Star Wars or Star Trek film I could put on repeat, no problem. Yep. I'm, just gonna, I'm just gonna leave that there. So we're we talking go.
3: about are we talking about uh last Skywalker the Rise of Skywalker, Mike?
0: It's Star Wars, isn't it?
2: <laughs>
0: it, it it's
3: it's got we'll Star see, Wars we'll in the title. any
1: Star Wars film.
3: We will see what your your opinion on that is after a twenty-four hour marathon of it go. I what?
0: <laughs> I can I, I, I don't have a problem with Rise of Skywalker. I have more of a problem with Last Jedi, but even that doesn't bother me that much.
1: Hmm. As long as you watch it to enjoy it. Yeah. And not exactly. overanalyze the whole thing. Sure, time. sure. Yep. That's how you have to do it. Yeah.
0: Let me add that I I'm not going to include Star Trek the motion picture in there because that no. Uh, but
3: but no. Mike, that's part of any Star Wars or Star Trek movie. Okay,
0: I'm gonna say any Feature. Star Wars film and <laughs> minus one Star Trek film. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just uh, just have V'ger on repeat for 24 <laughs> be hours. So bad, so ladies bad. and gentlemen.
0: Your next Star Trek movie is about
1: V'ger. V'ger V'ger, Oh my god! Could you I'm imagine not seeing it. the next uh, the next Star Trek movie brought that no. back to try and rekindle that? I'm not seeing idea? it.
0: I'm waiting for Star Trek Discovery to somehow do a storyline on V'ger
1: Yeah. Oh, no. How, oh, how, no. How 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 evolved it. even further. How it's after it's in the after it's union, with oh, yeah. humanity. I,
3: if they no. do, I will find any link I can to videos of it, like, and send it to you on <laughs> any and all platforms. No. You're streaming
0: on Twitch, no. sending that link to you. I would hope they are smart enough to never touch VJ or bring it up ever again, <laughs> ever.
1: What about you, Jason?
0: uh
3: movie that I can put on repeat, huh? I had a little bit of a tough time with this one, but I had to go back to
1: one of my favorites, and that's My Cousin Vinny.
2: Hmm. That Gosh, is a good movie.
1: I need to get a list of your movies, Jason. I, I need to learn these <laughs> films. <laughs> a, it, behind Casino, this is one
3: of my favorite movies that Joe Pesci has been in.
2: Hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's, that is one of Pesci's best. I really can't think of one that's really better than... I mean, I love Goodfellas, but I don't consider that a Joe Pesci vehicle, so I won't even really put that in the category. Yeah, My Cousin Vinny's probably his best lead role.
2: Yeah.
3: yeah, uh, yeah I could, I've never gotten tired of watching that movie at all.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty funny, and it's got some pretty classical moments.
3: All right, so what about you, Jeremy?
1: Uh, another one we've mentioned before, The Greatest Showman. I, I enjoy the storyline. I enjoy the music. I mm-hmm. honestly I've listened to the soundtrack on repeat because <laughs> yep. because my two year old can sing it all the way through. He loves it. That That's is gonna be great. my
0: honorable mention. I have to agree mm-hmm. with that. I can watch that on repeat too. It's yeah. so good.
1: And it's yep. I I feel really bad for the people who don't enjoy uh the singing voice of Hugh Jackman. Hmm. because uh, like, it, I heard a lot of bad stuff about Hugh Jackman after his uh, Les Mis performance. Oh, really?
2: Yes. Uh-huh.
1: A lot of people didn't like his Les Mis performance, uh. and going into this made me very skeptical in seeing it because everyone was talking down about him so much. It actually yeah. took me like three months to actually see The Greatest Showman after it had first come out.
2: Hmm. And you I see, felt I, felt I felt the good.
3: same way about Sweeney Todd that you guys feel about The Greatest Showman.
0: I I can understand that. Sweeney Todd does have a good soundtrack.
1: I I do enjoy the Sweeney Sweeney Todd soundtrack. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I I will be the first to admit I have yet to watch The Greatest
3: Showman I've been meaning to. I just Uh haven't watched it yet. Really good.
0: (sighs) Yeah. Let me tell you something. You know how Hugh Jackman is known for Wolverine? Well, this is the role that Hugh Jackman should be known for other than Wolverine, because he yes. just plays the part so damn well. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay.
3: Okay. What about you, Alistair?
1: You know, I thought of soundtracks for this question, so it'd be either Bugs Life or um, Finding Nemo. Because <laughs> I love the mm-hmm. music. I would just have it oh, on the background. I wouldn't cool. even be watching the movie. I would just be listening. Mm-hmm. Be I'm, I'm very I mean, partial I, I sh- guess
3: we should have specified that more, but alright, I'll, I'll I can accept that.
0: <laughs> I always forget about A Bug's Life. Um, yeah. That's I didn't realize. I didn't realize.
1: Because you, you, well, you like ants better. That's why.
0: I do like ants, though. You like, like ants too. better than Bugs I, Life? No, 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 no. I don't. No, no, no. No, 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 I like sorry, ants. i sorry. What was that, Mike? I didn't say I like ants better. I said I like ants, but oh, I, okay. don't, I
1: don't like one better okay. than the other. Yeah, um, Ants was ants was
0: decent. Oh yeah, not and, lie. And Ants is a different film than A Bug's Life. It's a it more is, mature version is.
1: of A Bug's Life. So, you were a
0: fan of the B-movie, weren't you? The B-movie? Oh, oh, God, God why no. are we
1: even bringing that in? in why, this? why?
0: You want to bring up the Emoji Movie too while you're at it? <laughs> I mean,
1: I like, didn't no, hate no. the Emoji Movie. No.
0: No, it's not bad. It's just...
1: I didn't I hate, hate it. Okay? The B-movie is garbage. The Emoji <laughs> Movie was halfway <laughs> decent.
0: <laughs> oh, man. No, I didn't realize I didn't have a Bugs Life in my Blu-ray collection until about a couple months ago, and I saw it at nice. Walmart for Black Friday. It was mm-hmm. like five bucks. I was like, you know, I don't have a Bugs Life, and I should. So I picked it up because <laughs> nice. it really is one of my favorite Pixar movies next really to good.
1: Monsters, Inc. and Toy Story. So mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Monsters, Inc., I forgot. About that. that That's a great soundtrack, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really any Pixar soundtrack I could listen to on repeat. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So,
3: uh right, so Next the category. Next topic here is one that I'm waiting to hear what everyone's response to best cinematography.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Wait, what are you gonna say? Is, gonna, is it? Does it start with an I, Jeremy? It does start with an I. I and know what he's then, gonna say.
0: It's mine. Then, I know what he's
1: gonna say. Inception. Yes.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> we have our first alignment. <laughs> Yes, Jason's yes. getting there disappointed in all of us. no, I'm not sitting here disappointed at all. <laughs> uh, I
0: spoiled so Jason good. with this one the other day. I told him that inception was going to be mine because inception is just cinematography like at its best. It's just it's so good, yeah I, I, yeah, I, you know, I will not
3: disagree with you on that. I think it was amazing cinematography done. It just wasn't what I came to mind originally when I thought of this topic.
0: <laughs> Inception is a movie that needs to be seen by every film student for the next twenty five years because mm-hmm. that is how you do cinematography. Mm-hmm. Period. Yep. In fact, you know what? I'll go as far as saying because this was mine's gonna be with Inception. I'd say almost any Chris Nolan movie has some of the best cinematography because
2: mm-hmm.
0: his cinematographer is Wally Pfister. He also did the Batman movies um in Interstellar. Mm-hmm. Um I'm not sure if he did Dunkirk or not, but I mean just watch a cinematography in any movie he does. It's just yeah. Perfect. I do want to go
1: back the the most recent viewings of Inception. I've, used, I've, I've been trying to pick up more on the story, like little things that I missed the first time, but I want to go back and just watch the cinematography. Mm-hmm. Just pay attention to that for a viewing. Because I think it'd be really fun.
0: Yeah. You know, it, you know the thing too is like, it, it's the, almost the way the camera movement is. Like he's got a small hallway and I watched the behind the scenes on how they did this. And the hallway was like, it was built special for the scene. It wasn't an actual hallway. They took the camera and spun it. They would use the mixture of camera spinning and spinning the room um, on, on a track. Right. And um, just how well the camera was able to track the movements and be so fluid. Yeah. Right. I've never seen anything like it before. Yeah. Yeah. So, like I
3: said, I can't disagree with you guys on Inception, but like I said. This, when I came up with these topics, this was not my first choice. <laughs> Mine, I'd have to say, was Avatar.
1: Yeah. No, sure. that one, I, that one I'm came a very two. close second for me because it was it was a beautiful film. Yeah. When's two slated nowadays, Mike? They, they pushed it back a couple times, right? Uh,
0: I think it's supposed to be next year until, you know, it gets moved again two more years. <laughs> 2022. Like um, I mean,
3: Mike... Uh, we're talking about James Cameron here. He's pushed back films how many times over the course of his directing career?
0: Hmm. I mean, a, good, a decent amount. Not, not not everything has been pushed back as much as Avatar, but uh, I think the only reason why I wouldn't put Avatar on the list is because so much of it was shot digitally and there was so much that was done with the cinematography in the computer. And to me... That's a whole different animal as far as comparing cinematography with other movies because uh, it's, it's the same thing with the Star Wars prequel trilogy. You can't even give the prequel trilogy too much credit for cinematography because so mm-hmm. much it was done digitally mm-hmm. um, other than episode one. Uh, it, it, that's, that's a hard thing to come up with because even though it still takes an eye for what goes on even on the screen with, with digitally,
2: mm-hmm.
0: that's a conflicting argument, yeah. Mm-hmm. So...
3: Hey, to each their
1: own. Yeah, mm-hmm. of course. It's okay. all subjective.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, oh, sure. <laughs> I, I, it's, I, it's in the eye you of the beholder. you keep
1: using that against me, aren't you, Al? <laughs> <laughs> It's
0: all subjective. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What was uh, what was yours, Alistair Were you agreeing with
1: Inception? I know. I
0: I definitely. I, I had Inception. Written down yeah, the fine.
3: three of you guys mm-hmm. all agreed on Inception.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Wow. Wow. Okay. All right. Well, next category. I right, is... to be fair, my honorable mm-hmm.
3: mention was Inception.
0: Fair. Next category is, you love the movie, but everybody else seems to hate it.
3: Otherwise, you're guilty pleasure. Oh,
0: I'm going ca- to cause controversy with this. I'm ready for it. I'm going to wait.
3: I am going to go first on this one mm. because, like I said, the movies I picked out were, I had two movies for this. They were both cult classics. Mm-hmm. So mine was more of, I was starting to wonder, could you really call them guilty pleasures at that point? Mm-hmm. Um, I had The Lost Boys,
2: hmm.
3: and Boondock Saints.
0: <laughs> yeah, Boondock Saints is one of those movies that everybody seems to not have much love for. So yeah, I can I can definitely really? see really? that one. It's true. I mean, if you look out online and you look at opinions, there's very low opinions On of Boondock? Boondock Saints.
2: Wow. Uh mm-hmm. huh. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. huh. It's very much but
0: a cult classic. I watched
3: Boondock Saints every year on St. Patrick's day and that ending scene in the courtroom. Mm -hmm. I pretty much quote by heart.
0: (laughs) Memorable.
1: I wish Dan was here because the first time I saw boondock saints was in his dorm room at at Bowling green. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) What did you think of it? No, it, I remember liking it. I don't remember much about the story because I haven't watched it again since then, but I'd like to at some point. It really
3: was, It took me so long to finally watch this movie, and I regret the fact that I didn't watch The Lost Boys, or not The Lost Boys, but uh, Bone Doc Saints as long as I did mm-hmm. because I thought
0: the movie was so well done. Huh. It's underrated, definitely. I mean, you got Willem Dafoe, you know, you got Norman Reedus in that movie. Miller you know, cast. Yeah. Um, what did you think of the second movie, out, uh, Chase?
3: Okay, I will say I didn't like the second movie as much as the first one. I'll say that right off the bat here, but okay. I really
0: like the second one too. Second one's still good. It, and the thing is, the second one's very underappreciated. It came out under the radar. Nobody, I think, really saw it. I saw it in the theater actually.
3: Oh, no,
2: a
0: lot of it.
3: I mean, that movie. A lot of people went and saw that in the theater because of how much people enjoyed the first well, movies.
0: The problem with it was is is that it wasn't playing in a lot of theaters. It was very limited. I think I had to go to Valley View in order to see it because it was playing no nowhere locally, uh, for me. And uh, I was surprised because Boondock Saints, even though it was, uh, I think I, I caught Classic, it
3: one of the few times that I saw it over at Regal Cinemas down by us, and like.
0: Yeah, it probably expanded there after it was out a little bit because probably started making some money and they, they expanded it out. But I saw it like the first weekend it came out and it just, you couldn't find it anywhere, which was a shame because I was looking for it like crazy.
3: Uh-huh. All right, so I'm going to pass this baton not to Mike. I
0: want him to go last.
3: Oh, no, mine's going
0: to cause controversy. You want me to go last, I, trust
3: me. I want Mike to go last on this. I'm going to pass this one to Alistair.
1: Okay. So when I read Guilty Pleasure, I wasn't thinking of something that everybody hates, but um, one that I find that most people are not quite as willing to watch it on a dime as I am, and it's uh, Schindler's List. I love mm-hmm. Schindler's List, and I will watch it anytime. time. I find that most people, when I talk to them, are like, I have to be in the mood for... They'll, they'll say like they have to be in the mood for Schindler's List, or they, they need to watch it at a certain time.
3: I will get back to you on that later in the podcast. It's I will a, get back to it you later in the podcast.
1: It is a deep movie. It this is, is a very, very deep, deep movie. Yeah, yeah. it's it a very is- emotional movie, which is why I find that most people, like I said, feel like they need to be like ready for it to watch mm-hmm. to watch it. I'm not yeah. ready for it though. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, you know what it is? No,
0: I- it's just that I think the thematic elements are so strong in the movie that just some people just can't handle it emotionally sure. because mm-hmm. it's a movie that you've really got to be emotionally ready for. You got to have yourself ready for that story. And I, I just don't yeah. think some people can handle it. And I think that's why so many people just don't shy away from it.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. No, uh, totally I, you
3: said, I will have, have a response go. to you, Alistair, once we get to later in the episode.
0: Okay. <laughs> I know where that's going to be. I know what category that's going to be. All right. We're going to go with Jeremy next.
1: Um, I have three of them. But we can always come back to them later. Uh, The biggest one, the one that started on my list was uh, The Island with uh, Ewan McGregor McGregor and uh, Scarlett Johansson. I
0: will come back to to you on that one because (laughs) that's coming. I'm glad you said that. Someone finally appreciates that movie. Thank you, you, Jeremy. I love that movie. I completely forgot about that
3: uh, movie,
1: though. Thank See, you is, so, like, awesome so since I watched it. Bad things about it. like, But I think it is a fantastic plot. No. It's really good. I mean, the ending no. is something to be desired. I think the only problem that I have with it is the ending. Mm-hmm. But the way that they play the whole thing off is grand. Oh, yeah. I, I want to I watch that movie now. <laughs> like, and,
0: you, and can you believe that uh, yeah, movie is directed I watch by Michael Bay?
1: It's I a Michael Bay film. I can't believe it's a Michael Bay film. I, I can't.
3: I certainly I can't. can't. I'm Yeah, thanks, Jeremy. I'm going to have to watch that movie after we're done with this mm. now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, couldn't agree with you more on that one. But I'm coming back to that, so don't worry. It's coming back. Okay.
3: All right, Mike, let's hear controversial choices.
0: <sighs> okay, I have two
3: choices. Actually, no, 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 no. Before yeah. that, Jeremy, what were the other two?
1: Uh, oh, yeah. Scott Pilgrim yeah. versus The World.
3: Yes!
0: <laughs> Yeah, that movie does have a lot of hate. That
1: was an honorable
3: mention for me. Uh, <laughs> uh-huh.
1: Because I, I think as much as uh, um, Michael Cera has kind of a stiff posture throughout most of the movie, I think he the, the, the entire movie is a great job of uh-huh. portraying what it's supposed to as like a video, like looking at everything in the terms of a video game. Exactly. With beating your opponent, getting their coins from them kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the, the chemistry, it doesn't look like it works between him and Mary Elizabeth Winstead, but it does. Hmm. It By the time does. you get to the end it does. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Next uh, time. I'll be deadly serious next
1: time. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh and then the third one uh gets a lot of hate because it didn't follow uh the book. It's one of those book adaptation to film. Hmm. Uh Ender's Game. Oh yeah. I, I do wish, I wish they'd made it longer so they could show more. If it was, if, if it was longer, it would have been damn near perfect. Yeah. It remind was. me of, remind me of Ender's Game.
3: I'm drawing a blank real quick.
1: Ender's Game is where a child is brought in to be like this military strategic person uh-huh. for the. Oh, okay.
3: Okay. Okay. I remember that. I, I love
1: that movie. I kid yeah. you not. This the way that they portrayed it in the movie was exactly how I portrayed it in my head as I was reading the book. Nice. Mm-hmm. Everything felt so like this yeah. exact to me. Yeah. Have you read Ender's Shadow? The sequel. I have not. Book? I want I have to not. But I have beam. not. <laughs> there was supposed uh, to be I a sequel. Have, I do
3: have one more honorable mention. I do want to mention here: a uh, girl with a dragon tattoo.
2: Hmm.
0: Oh, Daniel Craig and Rooney Mara. Yep. Yeah, that's a good movie. I, I was pissed off that that didn't get a sequel with those two. I've it, I've read all three of the books, and
3: I'm so mad they never did sequels to them.
0: Did you ever see the um the foreign versions of the, the of that one? The the girl that yes, plays I her, have. yeah, the girl that plays her is the one that played in Prometheus. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I was I was bummed that they they did a sequel finally, but they changed who played her, and it, it they ruined it. They ruined it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So,
3: Mike, let's hear controversy.
0: Okay. The first, the first one, I um, I love. And everybody seems to hate it. The other one, I like, and everybody hates it. So let's not go with love on the Maybe second you'll one. Maybe will find some some fans <laughs> here. But but the second one's going to be controversial. So we'll get to that one in a minute. But the first one is uh, uh Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. Oh, I
1: haven't seen it. Darn. I like hey. Tokyo Drift,
0: and I'll tell you why. Yeah. Because it's the uh, last. Grounded Fast and Furious they made. It's about the racing. It's all in reality. Whereas I after this movie, they started going like, oh, now everybody's got to be spies and be bank heists. Now, I, I like the Fast and Furious sequels, but they're nothing but popcorn fun, fun at this rate. Mm-hmm. They're no longer about the street racing where the series started. Um, they became Michael Bay films. In a way, they did.
3: Um uh, But... I, I, as I will agree that you know it did keep true to what they were originally supposed to be, and that was about the racing. That right. was probably the weakest of the original three, in my opinion. You think so? I thought you it was get... the weakest of the three.
0: Wait, 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 wait! You think Too Fast, Too Furious is better than? Uh, Tokyo I thought Drows- it was
3: better. I thought it was better.
0: Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm. I, I guess I'm um,
1: indifferent to the Fast and the Furious films. I don't have a favorite. It's. It, it all just kind of seems the same to me.
0: It, it's. It's one of those series that you either, either like it or you or you hate it. It's. It's like Transformers.
1: It's. I feel like Fast In and Furious is an essay that you wrote like at the last minute, just copy pasting. <laughs> Everything from the next movie into the next movie. like That's what <laughs> I feel you, like. It changed the setting. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what it is.
0: Thank you, All Kendall. Right, Thank you, Kendall. We're both in agreement there. Dude, that right, was not
1: controversial. I'm really interested to hear what this <laughs> next one is.
3: Let's hear it.
0: He's ashamed of himself
1: right no. now. Right, the I know. picture.
0: <laughs> no, no. No, although you might be wishing that I did say it after I say this one. Okay, um, I like it because I'll, I'll give you a because it's comic booky and it's cotton candy ish and it's just fun in a comedic sort of poke fun kind of way.
3: I swear to God, if you end up saying it's Batman and Robin, I'm getting out of here.
0: It is Batman and Robin. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> it is it it is Batman and Robin. <laughs>
1: It oh is Batman God, so and Robin. Left. He actually left. I never
0: <laughs> thought he would do it. No, no, oh, it is cool. Batman and Robin. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna explain why. I'm gonna make a case for Batman and Robin. Everybody always says that oh, it's it's just nothing, but it's oh. not Batman, it's not this and that. But people miss the point. It's comic booky. Mm, it's supposed right. to be the yes, movie has made it's comic book-y, but it is the worst. Wait, 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 the wait, 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 wait. Wait. Batman film I have wait, ever seen. Wait, wait. Now, wait a minute. If you read the comic books, the actual <laughs> comic books, okay, the ones for kids. Mike's getting riled up, Jason. The movie they're, they're was made. Like the movie was made. Joel <laughs> Schumacher will tell you this in the audio commentary. The movie was made to <laughs> sell toys. It was made to sell toys. Uh, and it Thor- did. Schwarzenegger plays Mr. Freeze very well. He does. He <laughs> plays Freeze well. In a comic book way, there's freeze. That's there's freeze in a serious way, like Gotham, and then there's comic booky Schwarzenegger. Okay. There are, there are some, there are some cheesy elements and there's some cringeworthy things. Don't get me wrong. I will not defend it like it's a fantastic movie because it's not. <laughs> but it does not deserve all of the absolute hate that sure. it exists. It, sure. doesn't. it yeah, doesn't.
1: It doesn't. It sure. doesn't. That's fair. It it's it's like the movie is is a joke and it knows it and it plays off of that. Very exactly.
0: Well. And that's what I like about it because we started with the Burton movies, they were serious. Batman Returns got a little too dark, audiences didn't like that, so they went in the direction of Batman Forever where things mm-hmm. started lightening up. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, we got to the we want to sell toys aspect and that was a mistake. <laughs> they shouldn't have done that. But to say the movie is like the worst thing ever or belongs on a worst of movie of all time list, no. No.
1: No, I don't think no. so. I I think that some of the puns that Arnold Schwarzenegger delivers are some of the best puns in Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, he has Tonight's some good
1: puns.
3: A freeze is coming.
0: That's awesome. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong, Bane Bane is butchered. Bane is by far butchered here. That's the
3: yeah. Bane is yeah. butchered. I thought Poison Ivy was not well done in this
0: movie. Uma Thurman doesn't do a bad job. She does
1: not do she a horrible does,
0: job.
3: She doesn't do a bad job, but she, still, you can't, you can't work with shit and make, turn it into gold.
0: Okay, no. A shit comic book movie is Green Lantern. That's a shit
3: comic yes, book. Movie. No, we I'm won't
0: talk about that. We will not talk
3: about that. I'm just as, saying you want to say shit. Well, no, no. No, no.
1: no we got to bring this up. Now we actually have to make that decision, Jason. <laughs> is Green Lantern better or worse than Batman and Robin? Mm-hmm. Oh, by Jason. far Green Lantern oh. is
0: worse.
1: See thank there it is. By far thank you. Green Lantern is. So worse. we can't say it. we there it is. We're done. We We're past it. it.
0: We just said it. <laughs> well,
1: you just said it. Thank
0: you. Thank you, Jeremy. <laughs> But that—that's not even a debate on that one. <laughs> hey, hey, it's not the category love if everybody hates it for nothing. I mean, everybody hates it, but you will find people like me that that care for it. Kendall was one of them. I mean, you know, it, it's like I said, it's not a great Batman film, but if you like the comic books, the actual comic books, it works. Mm-hmm. It works. Everybody wants to look back at the. The Nolan versus being an example of Batman.
3: Okay, oh, no, I've, I've read the comics too. I'm still just not a fan of this film at all. To each their own. Yeah. It's it's subjective. <laughs> I, to, to quote Jerry, it's subjective.
1: Jerry's going to be. Wish that, Welcome dude. to Lights, Camera, Action, <laughs>
2: Review.
1: It's subjective.
3: <laughs> That's a new slogan.
1: We're subjective. We're subjective. Oh, gosh. <laughs> All,
3: All right. right. Now, after that, let's get to the next topic here. Movie you thought should have gotten more
1: praise. Can I go first on this one? Yep. Sure. Um, I'm going to say Silence. Uh, which uh, had some real, real great actors. It had uh, Adam Driver with Andrew Garfield, which Garfield is actually a really good actor, despite all the hate he gets for Spider Man films. Yeah, he gets He's a lot of hate. He's a really good happening. actor. Mm-hmm. So that they, um, they play together as two, two Jesuit monks. Mm-hmm. And then Liam Neeson is also in the film as their mentor. Really? So, um, I need to see I this. Yeah, I I gotta mark, yeah I'm I gotta gonna mark have this as well. I'm it's this really good. Right it's really good, and I have no idea why it didn't get more hype than it did. But it's it's also pretty. <laughs> som- it's a pretty sombering film. Um, I don't think there's a soundtrack, which might be why it's called Silence. But um, there's no music at all. I don't think so. If I remember correctly.
0: Well, that's impressive. I gotta give yeah. credit for that.
1: But um, yeah, check it out.
0: I will. I just wrote that down. I'm gonna it was look a, that up. It's a
1: great film. It's very serious. Definitely a, a thought-provoking film. Yeah. Okay. Interesting.
0: I like the cast, yeah. so I definitely give it a watch just for that alone.
1: All right. So, Mike, let's go to you.
0: Uh, more praise. Uh, number one is The Island, Jeremy. That's That movie deserves a lot more praise <laughs> than does. what it gets. It I couldn't believe where the Rotten Tomatoes score is and that this movie bombs at the box office because this movie just – it works. I mean, the sci-fi at the beginning elements work so well. And then you go from a sci-fi into a mystery into an action film. And it's not often where a movie can pull off those three things in, in two hours mm-hmm. and 20 minutes, mm-hmm. you know, and work from getting to end. But this movie just works so well. And I don't know where the critics problem with it is because you have great performances from everybody. This movie, um, I was already a big Ewan McGregor fan because of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's yeah. what drew me to this movie to begin with. Um, and of course, Scarlett Johansson, because, you know,
2: it's she's Scarlett Johansson.
0: Right, right. Um, and I still think that she this is the movie she's looked the best in. Uh, so just the sci-fi elements work so well. And I, I love the set pieces at the beginning, too. Um, the bunker looks so futuristic. And uh, when they finally get to the outside world, into the desert, I was just kind of like, huh. Well, we went from being a movie that looks like it takes place in the year 2100 to the year 2000. Hmm. Um but the other one I gotta mention is uh Jurassic Park two and three. Hmm. Um the the Lost World uh got knocked a little bit, and don't get me wrong, Jurassic Park is 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 far superior to all of them, don't get me wrong. But the Lost World works, I think, in a lot of ways, because it kind of uh took the series in a little bit of a darker direction. Um Jeff Goldblum's character took a complete one eighty uh, from the first film, and I liked what he did with it. I liked how serious yeah. that that he was, but he still had his little bit of humor moments from the first film kind of thrown in there. Um, you know, so we also gave you Julianne Moore, uh, which at that time, she was just kind of coming into the the circle of acting, and she's, her career's blossomed since this. Um, but um I think it deserves a lot more praise than what, it, than what it got. And Jurassic Park 3, it's shorter, it's only an hour and a half movie, but it works as a, as a monster film, as a monster chase film. Sure. And um it still has a lot of the good Jurassic Park elements that we had from the first two. I just think people got bothered by it felt more like a a monster a monster movie that was really short. And that's fine, but I think those movies definitely get knocked too much just because the first movie is so superior. Hmm. Okay. No, I can I can agree with you on that. I would take two uh, and three over the new ones. Let's put it that way.
1: Ah, uh, right. You know what?
0: Yes, Jeremy?
1: I think the reason that the island did not do so well is because it came out right after Batman Begins did.
0: Mm. What came out after Batman Begins? So
1: the sure island. Oh. People used yeah. up their it was like up money for the month. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think Begins came out, like, in June, and that came out in July. They're, like, yeah, it two apart. Yeah, G- that's why. Yep. <laughs> yep. It got buried.
1: hmm Yeah, it's, that's a tough one. Mm.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, for me, I had
3: three different movies for this category. Uh, one of them is going back to Boondock Saints.
0: Okay. Uh,
3: I had mm-hmm. Big Trouble in Little China.
0: Wow, I wouldn't have thought
3: of that one. Yeah, I wow. think that movie should get a lot more praise than it actually did.
0: It didn't get praise? I
3: thought it deserved more than it got. Okay. And then this one is more speaking to the fact, like, I'm a big, like, martial arts film uh, fan. Mm-hmm. I went with Bloodsport. Blood sport, blood sport. With uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme.
0: Oh, okay. God, I haven't seen that movie in ages.
3: That movie came out in '88. Hmm.
0: Yeah, I probably saw that when I was like 10. 10 or twelve. I don't know. It's been too long. I don't even remember.
3: <laughs> I've watched that movie a couple of times since uh, a couple of times since shutdown. And it, it just amazed me still to this day. It mm-hmm. just how athletic some of these people are, and how well versed in martial arts that these guys are.
0: Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was kind of like um Van Dam doesn't. uh Ooh. He doesn't get enough credit. Really, he he's Ooh, kind of an un- underrated. Kendall.
1: Kendall had a really good choice there. Yeah, Secret Window with Johnny Depp.
0: I just watched that a couple Fantastic months ago. Again, fan. again, yeah. The ending shocked me when I saw it the mm-hmm. first time. Mhm. Fully
1: agree. That is right. a, yeah. a similar ending to like, well. I'd say comparable ending shock value as in like uh, Shutter Island did.
0: Hmm. That's a good movie too.
1: Yeah. Mm. Also a really good movie.
0: Another shocking ending as well.
1: All right, Jeremy. <laughs> a movie I thought should have gotten more praise was Alien Three. Hmm. I thought okay. the third Alien movie in the franchise was far better than people gave it credit for. It did. The problem that I think that it f- it fails with is that it lost a lot of its supporting characters from the second movie. Yeah, Newt, it made a lot of people angry. Hicks,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, which was unfortunate, but it was more of a they had to get into a new a new different a new storyline with it. I thought Alien Three did a fantastic job of making everyone fearful of the aliens again.
0: Well, it was in the shadow of Aliens, which, you know, that's a phenomenal film. So I think that also didn't help it very yeah. much. And um, But if you watch, um, there's two cuts of Alien 3 out there. The mm-hmm. uh, the director's cut is far superior. And um, I recommend if anybody dislikes Alien 3, watch the director's cut, and I think you'll your opinion will change a little bit.
1: Okay. I'll actually have to see that. I haven't seen the director's cut. I enjoyed the regular film.
0: The trailer film was still good, yeah.
1: Mm. Uh, But, I mean, definitely much, much better than Alien Resurrection.
0: (laughs) The movie that basically killed the Alien franchise?
1: Uh, Until Alien vs. Predator, yeah.
0: (laughs) The other movies that almost killed the Alien franchise? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't know where that's going now.
1: But I honestly, I I, thought that...
0: I didn't mind Alien vs. Predator. The first one was okay. I, I don't mind the first one. The second one was...
1: Yeah, it was, it was a little too much. They they took some dark turns and twists with it, Mm -hmm. with you know, killing the pregnant ladies in the hospital sort of thing. Gosh,
2: yeah, that that was a little much.
1: That one was a little much. And another thing with that movie, I couldn't get past of how dark it was in terms of lighting. You couldn't see anything. You couldn't see the movie because of how dark it was. It's like you turned your brightness down to zero and you're watching an alien film.
0: <laughs> you would swear to God that the movie was direct to video because it has any notable cast members. It was filmed by two newbie directors. Um, mm-hmm. Lighting is crap. And the only time lighting is crap in a movie like this is when it's a B movie and they're trying to hide the shitty effects. Yeah. And that's what I felt like they were doing here. They were saving money on the effects. So they just made everything dark.
2: Hmm. Yeah. Huh.
0: So
1: But yeah, I thought I thought Sigourney Weaver's performance in Alien Three was superb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> very good. Very, very good. So if you don't like Alien Three, please give it another watch. I beg yeah. you. <laughs> I, I haven't watched any of those films. I'll have to watch the, the series. It is it is a much darker sci fi ho- like Alien if you're talking Terminator is sci fi horror, you're you're turning it up to the max with hmm. Alien. Yeah. So I saw, there was one recently that was like a prequel to it. Prometheus. Oh, yes, Prometheus. I saw, so yeah. I did see Prometheus. I was, I'm, I'm kind of like indifferent on the Prometheus and uh, Alien Covenant, I think it was.
0: Huh. I liked Covenant better than Prometheus because it Covenant felt more was an alien.
1: Yeah. Prometheus didn't feel enough like an Alien movie.
0: No, it felt like they were going more the religious route of, of everything. Mm. And Although it was intriguing to what they were trying to do, it just it just didn't work in the end. It just it was too confusing and it just made the whole alien thing just convoluted.
1: All the alien movies could be on repeat for Kendall.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I oh, mean right. I mean, I yeah, I could see that, especially Alien 1 and 2 for sure, and even 3. But after Alien 1 through 3, yeah, you're pretty much
1: I I yeah, I would else? stop there.
0: <laughs> yeah. A, AVP is good for what it is, but after least those four, forget it. Forget it. Did all right. Did everybody go on that one?
3: Yep. Yeah, let's
0: okay. So let's so... get
3: to our favorite films of all time. Okay. I got five. This this one was, we were expecting to have anywhere between three and five, roughly. I got I all had, five. I <laughs> had five as
1: well. Mm-hmm. I have one. Oh! <laughs> oh! Wow! Really? No, I, I have, I have, I, I do have a couple. It's gonna be incredible, Hulk, isn't it? No, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say Lord of the Rings one, Lord of the Rings It's two, gonna Lord be not three. not just any movie, a specific moment in Return of the King. Oh, um, okay. When Frodo puts his hand on the wall and the spiders, spiders. Like <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: And wow. there we have
0: it. <laughs> well, he did it. He did it, ladies and gentlemen. It took That's what I want to podcast. put on a repeat. He did. <laughs> yeah.
3: Alright, so who wants to start this off?
1: I'm pretty confident in my top five. Um, uh, Starting from the bottom, I'm going to have to go with uh, Jumanji with Robin Williams. Mm.
2: Okay, because of its
1: original concept of uh, good film and plotline, and the performance by Robin Williams was phenomenal. You can't, it, even, like, even the reboots don't do it justice. They took it a different direction, but the magic that was captured in that film was spectacular.
0: Mm. I want to bring up um, one note before you continue, Robin Williams. Yeah. Real quick, did you ever see One Hour Photo?
1: Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. I saw that. Yep. I, it, Completely different uh, direction for Robin Williams as an actor. He was
0: fantastic in
1: that great performance. And
3: we're mm-hmm. talking about Robin Williams films. I'll go after you, Jeremy, because I got a Robin Williams esque style film in here.
1: Okay. Okay. Uh, next coming up is Liar Liar with Jim Carrey.
2: Mm-hmm. Really? I that I, okay. That's, That's a, a great show. movie, though. That's great. It's
1: it's it's fantastic. It, the humor is great, and the fact that Jim Carrey plays off of himself. The entire movie.
2: <laughs> yep,
1: you're right. Uh, after that, I'm gonna put uh, Forrest Gump at number three. Forrest Gump. Okay. Forrest let's Gump. See, let's hear it, Jeremy. Let's hear. Um, let's hear the accent. <laughs> <laughs> my mom always said life was like a box of chocolates.
2: Which <laughs> you, um,
1: you do Forrest, Forrest Gump holds a special place in my heart because I uh, I used to watch that on weekends as a kid with my grandparents. Oh, um, that's cool. And it was it was enough to, to keep me entertained, but not too much to where it was inappropriate like the other movies they would show me.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: like, uh, you know, The Running Man and uh, the Terminator franchise. But getting past that, uh, second place, uh, Face Off.
2: Hmm. Um, oh, okay. Because, that's, that's a great film.
1: Because Travolta and Nicolas Cage acting as one another is superb.
0: They do play each other off, of, off each other really well.
1: Mm-hmm. And my first in all of movie dumb has to go to Saving Private Ryan.
2: Oh,
3: that's I was that that's so
2: close
0: to adding that to my list. Yeah,
3: it, yeah.
1: it, it is. It is a perfect. It's really movie. good.
0: Yeah. yeah, I agree. That is a great
1: film. Mm-hmm. Hm. All right, let's go with you, Alistair. Mine will be quick. I'm going to give my third place spot to what I think Dan would pick as his number one. I might be wrong, Dan. Forgive me if I am. Um, The Matrix, and not the trilogy, just the first movie.
0: Fair. That's fair.
1: Um, Second place goes to the all-time, named by the Humane Association in 2016, the all-time best family film, Old Yeller. And then first place for me despite the fact that we've, we've talked through these movies in the past is the two towers.
0: Yeah. I remember you saying when we talked about Lord of the Rings, two towers. Yeah. You did say that it was probably one of your all time favorites. So yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So those are my three. All right. So
3: for me, it's going to be so hard to really put this in any particular order. So I'm just going to list off the movies that I have here. Okay. Okay. So first one I have on my list is The Iron Giant. Mm, I love
2: wow. that. that is, yeah, that that's a good
3: a, movie, though. That, that is a, really a
2: good
3: movie, good Jason. Movie. Mm-hmm. I it was probably, one, this is probably my favorite, most favorite animated movie of all time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. yeah, it's a good one. That's a good one. Um, Next one is going to continue the Robin Williams theme in this and
1: uh, Good Will Hunting. Yeah. Him hey, and Matt Damon. They're so, yep. they're so good.
0: Isn't Affleck in that movie too? Uh, I he? think he appears in that movie.
1: Yes. Yeah, actually he's his yeah. friend. Yeah, you're mm-hmm.
0: right.
3: Uh, the next one I have on here is going back to what you had said prior, Alistair. Mm-hmm. Schindler's List.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Thanks, Jason. <laughs> Schindler's List problems. is one of my best all-time favorite movies and will never be replaced in yeah. that list.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, Another one, which is more of a surprise to me that how much I thoroughly enjoyed this movie and put this on my list is going to be uh, Brian's song.
0: Yeah. Oh, I've read yeah. the book, but not seen the movie. Huh. The movie's very faithful to the book. Cool. Yeah, Cole's it really Cole.
2: is. Mm-hmm.
1: I think I'd like that. Yeah. Uh, and I know what number man, one is. My number... What's that, Mike? Batman and Robin.
2: <laughs> Always.
1: Whoa, cool,
0: uh, Al Pacino?
3: <laughs> yep. My favorite movie of all time is Scent of a Woman. That one will be the number one on my list.
0: I've been wanting to watch that because when you brought that up, I kind of almost forgot about it a little bit, and I just got done watching... Um, what was it? Carlito's Way with Pacino, yeah. and I maybe want to watch Scent of a Woman. So... Got me in the mood to do that.
3: This was so far and beyond the best movie I had ever seen in my lifetime. I don't know if any movie is ever going to come close to it.
0: That's fair. That's fair. Pacino. is easily my
3: favorite Al Pacino film. I Um, think it
0: definitely is Pacino's, one of Pacino's, if not his best performance. I... And
3: the casting on here is, is amazing. I mean, Al Pacino, you've got uh, Chris O'Donnell, uh, and Anwar. Robin. I don't know if anyone's familiar with uh, Burn Notice.
0: Uh, yeah, with, uh, what's his name? I forget his name. Jeffrey Donovan.
3: Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. Philip Seymour Hoffman.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And, and the list just goes on and on. Uh I could not find any fault in this movie whatsoever.
0: That's what a favorite movie is really all about when you watch it. And it's like, you can see some, some mistakes yourself, but you never want to admit them. Yeah, which is, which is what my favorite movies are. So <laughs> anyway,
1: <laughs> is it just Star Wars all in a row? Like... <laughs> <laughs> you'll, you'll, you'll,
0: no, that would not be fair. That would not
1: be fair. Well, he that, is the host; that, he can pretty much do what he wants at this point.
0: Then, then I would have to rank them all, and I don't want to do that. I, <laughs> I don't really want to do that. I have a favorite one, but I don't want to do that. No.
1: Mm-mm.
0: All right,
3: Mike. Let's hear it.
0: Okay, so I have five. Um, I have a tie for five. Um. <laughs> The tie for five goes to uh, Serenity, the Firefly movie, hmm. uh, slash Star Trek Into Darkness. Hmm. Uh, tie for five. Okay, interesting um, tie. Number four, uh, The Greatest Showman. Hmm. Uh, number three, The Island. <laughs> I love The Island, man, I tell you. It's hard for me to forget about that movie. Number two, good old Jurassic Park.
2: <laughs> nice. Yeah.
0: Because I will always remember Jurassic Park being the movie that made me fall in love with movies. So huh, that holds a special cool. place in my heart. always awesome, will. Um, and then, of course, number one is just Star Wars, period. Just all Star Wars. <laughs> just all, all Star, things Wars. Star Wars. Because yeah. you know what? Because when it comes down to it, yeah, does Star Wars have faults? Sure. But am I going to sit here and admit it? No. no.
2: <laughs> I won't even
0: admit Jurassic Park's got faults because that movie means too much to me. I won't even do it with Jurassic Park.
2: Makes sense. Hmm. Makes sense.
3: List, yeah we got guys. some interesting choices here guys
0: yeah you know what's kind of funny too that i don't think any of our fives matched up at all no they were all different
1: i'm gonna give a special mention though like i think um close coming up is braveheart ah oh, yeah, yeah that's a great film not not uh because of like it's I know it's got its historical inaccuracies, but the soundtrack <laughs> of the movie yeah. is fantastic. Yeah, I've decided that um, when my boys are five, it's the right time to see Mel Gibson. The same pulled out.
2: So.
0: <laughs> I, I got to say, Mel Gibson does not get enough credit. I mean, no. he's a fantastic actor, and I just feel yeah, like that after his is. big controversy, he's just been forgotten about. And it's, and it's sad because he truly is great, and he's done a lot of classics.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Any special mentions by you guys? Any movies you think you just uh, forgotten off the bat that just want to jump in?
2: Oh, hmm.
3: Yeah, I would have to go with Saving Private Ryan as my honorable mention here. So uh, no, it's the tie actually between that and uh, the Green
1: Mile. Hmm. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I was bringing this up with my wife and she goes, you know what that one and the green mile. And I go, don't do this to me. I'm going to cry right here.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> I have,
1: okay. uh, honorable mentions for me would be last samurai. Tom Cruise. Great movie. Um, Of mice and men. Okay. <laughs> and the third, I had it. I lost it. The Lion King. Day After Tomorrow. No, not the Day After Tomorrow. No, what's the one with Tom Cruise and... Um... War of the Worlds? No. That's a good movie, though, too. It's 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 kind of like Groundhog's Day, but sci-fi. Oh, the, Live, Die, Repeat or something? Yeah. Uh, uh.
0: Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Tomorrow's in the title. Oh, Yeah, Tomorrow shoot. something. <laughs> yeah. Wow, I can't I think remember it is. that. Wow. I think it
3: is Day After Tomorrow. Is it Day no. After Tomorrow?
1: No, no, day after tomorrow is the uh, the apocalypse one where Bill no, right Hall, and Dennis Quaid. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but. anyways.
0: L- Live Die. Repeat though. I think it's what the title got changed to though. I yeah, think. it did. Yeah. So.
2: Signs. Um,
1: that's a that's a good one. Yeah,
3: that is a really
0: good that one. that is a good Mel Gibson movie, and that doesn't get enough credit either. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh,
0: it just it, it, unfortunately Shyamalan followed that up with Lady in the Water. Mm. We won't we won't get into that movie. <laughs> um. Yeah. Um, Honorable Mentions, I can't really think of anything off the top of my head. I have a lot of movies running through my mind right now.
3: I mean, if we're going to go into Shyamalan movies, Mike, we could always talk about uh, another one on on another list here, Sixth (laughs) Sense.
0: I was going to put The Village on that worst list, and I should (laughs) have.
3: Oh, I was saying, that should be on a lot of our lists for, you know, Honorable Mentions for, you know, favorite.
1: I think, though, it's it comes into a terms of a list of movies that had a great leading up to it, but a bad climax and ending. Sure.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, th- I remember The Village when it was promoted. It, w- it looked like it was going to be interesting. It was going to be a big twist. There was something mm-hmm. really mysterious going on, and the payoff was mm-hmm. just crap. Total yeah. and utter crap. Mm-hmm. Shyamalan's kind of hit or miss sometimes. You don't mm-hmm. really know what to expect from him. And he, I just saw, I think, a trailer for a new one he's got coming out. Uh, during the Super Bowl last night, it looks interesting. And the only reason why I give it a chance is because it's based off a book. So it's not something originally from his mind. So if he's following the, the source material, it means he's not going to go off on some kind of strange ending unless the book has one. Mm-hmm.
1: The village, but, the, I'll agree with Kendall. The village was kind of boring. It was, it gave you that little bit of tension, but that tension was also so dry that it didn't make the ending feel mm-hmm. worth it. Indian. I think,
0: the, I think the only shocking part of it was when Adrian Brody, um,
1: killed, killed uh, somebody. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That was pretty shocking. And I was like, oh, is the movie going to do something pretty shocking here now? Is this where it's going to pick up? No,
2: mm-hmm.
0: no. It just, after that, I was just like, yeah, we're going to stay on this just even level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't know. That movie's just never want to watch it again. <laughs> but, uh. But yeah, so that was a pretty interesting thing. We had a little bit of controversy, yeah, a little fine. bit of fun, guys. heated discussions, which I always like to have <laughs> on some of these. That's always good. Um, i sure the people. So I actually want to
2: uh,
3: mention something here, Mike. Um, has anyone ever watched Primal Fear?
0: Can't say that I have.
3: Oh. It is a movie that I would have to say, could easily, I just thought about this now, and I'm like, this could place anywhere in my top five other than the number one, Mm -hmm. and I just thought about it now. (laughs) Um, It was uh, Edward Norton's acting, real acting debut. Mm -hmm. And if you haven't seen this movie, I Urge you guys to give it a watch at least once,
2: mm-hmm.
3: and let me know what you think because I want to see what your guys's reaction to the ending of this movie and how much it messed with your head.
0: Okay, let me
1: let me watch Shutter Island mess with your guys's head as well yeah. as.
0: Yeah, Shutter Gosh. Island messed with my head. I'll tell you that. But I that's one movie I can watch, though. Even with the ending, I could still watch it because mm-hmm. it's just it's so well shot. It, it is to be honest, I think it's an underrated um, Scorsese movie.
2: Mm-hmm. For sure. Alright,
0: so So we've talked about going... what we wanted to do next. And um Thought Jeremy sorry,
3: We've got our uh Saw retrospective that we me and you are currently doing. We're
0: finishing that up. We got uh Th- with three episodes left of that to do all eight. Uh, and then we've uh,
3: got uh, the Matrix retrospective. Thank you, Kendall.
2: We, thank, we you, do Kendall. The- thank you, Kendall. Thank
0: you, Kendall. Thank you for watching. We appreciate it. Um, uh, Jeremy also talked about doing Jurassic Park, which I think has to be done because it, it's... I mean, come on. It's JP. I mean, you gotta do mm. JP. <laughs> that would be um, fun to so watch. Again.
3: Here's the question, then. Are we gonna just do the Jurassic Park parks or are we including jurassic world in that
0: no i think what we should do is be done two episodes maybe do one through three and then do four and five because they kind of even though they're all one all one one and three feel more like themselves to four and five mm-hmm. um but we probably should maybe vote on what we want to do next because i know jurassic park we've talked about matrix, matrix. i know we got the mandalorian as well um so what do you guys feel like doing
3: uh, that. i really think we should do the matrix
1: i want to do the, one matrix. One for the matrix i, I think know, we should dan, wait I, until we hear from dan on that one. dan will say matrix yeah. all day yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, i know he'll say that but we also <laughs> <laughs> but you're right we should let the, we should let the man speak for himself mm-hmm. yeah
0: <laughs> yeah i think what we'll do is we'll go into discord we'll kind of put it up for a vote and then we'll see where everybody's at and then we'll just mm. go from there
2: sounds um, like a plan
0: but guaranteed it'll be either Jurassic Park or The Matrix next for a retrospective. So those will both be fun regardless. And I know The Matrix is going to be a very interesting topic. A lot to talk about with The Matrix. Especially with its upcoming sequel that we're, I think we're all curious to see where that's going to go. Yeah. I
2: heard
0: yeah. such things. And it looks like the title is nearly confirmed now. We actually have a title. Okay. Uh... The, Ma- the, Ma- the Matrix Resurrections.
1: Oh, boy. Is this a prequel or a sequel?
0: It's a sequel.
1: Oh, boy. Neo and are back. There will be no peace. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm very I qu- skeptical about that. <laughs> I am, too, I, actually. It, <laughs> I
3: question why Trinity is back.
0: Well, Neo makes sense because there was, there was a lot of references to the one being... Many versions of the one. So it kind of would make sense for him. For her, though. I mean, she was. I don't know. Skewered. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: to Cyborgs. Skewered. It's going to cross over into Terminator territory. Oh, it's no. Be oh,
3: no. Skynet gonna... behind the Matrix. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That was the, <laughs> the thing that angers me though is that they did not ask Lawrence Fishburne to come back, and there's which means no Morpheus, oh. which I don't why really
3: would know
2: they why. Not no. ask I don't know. To
0: come back. I, I don't know. Um, they're bringing in some new cast the members. The the Morpheus only good news here, such a key part of that trilogy. The only good news here is that not both Wazowski's, but the one Wazowski wrote and directed it, so therefore it's still. From the original material, it's not some other person coming in and, and doing their own thing it's staying mm-hmm. true to who did it already so yeah. that's why i'm, I'm kind of uh confident of what we're going to get because they said they only made it because they had a good story that was going to work and keanu reeves said he only did it because the script worked hmm. so i'm confident in that huh. yeah. but that'll be a topic for another time
2: yeah sure. <laughs> so uh cool
0: Thank you, everyone, and thank everybody for watching. And make sure to listen to the episode tomorrow if you missed it. It'll be on all of our streaming platforms. Um, and then tomorrow night, uh, Jason and I will be back with the Saw retrospective for 3 and 4. And then all of us will be back I for either or Matrix. Be,
3: we expect that one to be a late-night episode, everyone.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Fits the horror genre, late-night. Spend late-night with us.
2: <laughs>
0: um, so uh, thanks, guys, for being here, and thank you all for listening.
1: Okay. That's a wrap. Cut. cut, cut, and oh, work. that's
0: right! No, <laughs> I wow, I got it wrong. That was butchered <laughs> to all
1: was no. The thing is, Al had it, and then both Jason and I went with the second part right away.
0: <sighs> okay, what we should do is let's finish this there up. Is. Each person gets a word. Say a that's
1: word. Uh.
0: rap. Wrap. Cut. No, cut. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's sticky. <laughs> we can say it you to speak. A wrap. That is. Okay. I, I'm, I,
0: I, I, I'm going to give this week's to Jeremy and me. He can do that's a rap and I'm going to do cut and print, and you guys will get the next episode. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's subjective. Can we practice in between, Jason? <laughs> uh, no. Wow. All right. All right, Jeremy. Well, that's a wrap.
0: Cut and print. Thank you for listening to this episode of our podcast, and coming tomorrow. Our Saw retrospective continues with our look in Saw 3 and Saw 4. To read more of our reviews and listen to our podcast, go to lcamoviereviews.com and listen to our podcasts on all major platforms. Thank you for listening to the Lights, Camera, Action, Entertainment Reviews Podcast.